What is up, everybody? Welcome back to Farewell. I'm your host, Clay Skipper. When it comes to success, we often think in terms of doing our absolute best. What do we say? Shoot for the stars. The sky's the limit. Or, in the case of that one iconic clip of a confused Michael Jordan. The ceiling is the roof. Let's make it happen. Let's keep moving forward. Ah, yes. The ceiling is indeed the roof. But as you'll hear today from Brad Stahlberg, it might not be the ceiling we should be paying attention to. Today's Coach Up is all about raising the floor and why you might want to try judging your weeks and months not by your good or great days, but by your bad and average days. All right, Brad, I've heard you and Steve say something since I've joined the Growth Quiz and that has always jumped out to me as, huh, that's an interesting idea that I hadn't hadn't thought of before. And it's this idea of raising the floor. So could you explain what raising the floor is? Raising the floor, I believe, first came from one of Steve's standout athletes, Brian Barraza. And uh, Brian was a national class collegiate steeplechaser. And I believe is competing post-collegiately in the steeplechase. Phenomenal runner and athlete. And so many people went to Brian and said, well, tell me about your training. Tell me about your goals. Tell me about your epic workouts. And Brian said, you know, my real goal is just to raise the floor. And what he meant by that is if his bad days are getting better, then everything else takes care of itself. So rather than focus on what an amazing day is like, focus on what a bad day is like. And if you can still eke out a little bit of good work on a bad day, or even if you eke out no good work, but a bad day doesn't devastate you and it doesn't ruin your week, well, then you're making progress in training. And this relates to something that I explored in depth in the practice of groundedness, which is this concept called regression to the mean. And regression to the mean simply means that when you look at a long period of time and you look at data points, so days over a year, things tend to come back to the average. So after a bunch of good days, you tend to regress back to the average. After a bunch of bad days, you tend to get a little bit better. It's kind of a law of nature. The goal then is to become a better average over time. It's not to worry so much about heroic efforts. But if you can raise the floor, if your average days even get a little bit better, then that is how you make sustainable progress. I think we spend way too much time focusing on our great days and our worst days and not enough time focusing on, well, am I getting a little bit more out of my average days? Because by definition, most days are your average days. It's just how math works. We get so caught up in... Uh, I shouldn't I shouldn't speak for everyone else. I'll speak for myself. But I get caught up in overexerting myself and thinking that the more effort I put in, the more I get out. But if I were to go very, very hard at a workout and it shredded me for the next three days, and over those three days, I didn't have energy. And so because I didn't have energy, I couldn't do all the things outside of my workout that helped me like be with friends and eat healthy and get sleep. Then that fourth day... I'm actually going to be I'm going to have to be two steps back from where I was. So it was like one step, one giant step forward and then two steps back. And if on that day where I overexerted myself, I had just focused on that day on doing something small and making a point one step forward, but then I would be able to make a point one step forward on the the second day and the third day and the fourth day, I would actually be way further ahead than I would have been for going out and doing, you know, 
16800s and <laughs> completely shredding myself but that runs counter to so much of the you know individual like heroic individualism that we 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 see espoused in our society i think i think that's right it, particularly on like social media and on the internet because um average doesn't sell in the attention economy you want to be extreme so what do people share they share their best most extreme days I and mean, sometimes they share their worst days the majority of time is just going to be spent in an average day and i think that there's something worth unpacking here it's not just about the observable outcome of that day it's kind of about how it feels so what i would argue is you could sit down to write or sit down to facilitate a workshop or go to train at the gym or have a running workout. And you can have two days that have the same result and they're both subpar results. But one day you think about that subpar result and you obsess about it and it brings you down for the rest of the day and maybe even the rest of the week and you lose a lot of confidence. The other subpar result, same mislift, same crappy meeting, same no good sentences to show for your writing, but if it feels like, all right, that was just a bad day, and that's it, that to me is real progress. Like that's another way to raise the floor. So it has two meanings. The first is, yeah, ideally, over time, a bad day objectively looks better now than it did a year ago. But even if objectively from the outside looking in, it's the same, the feeling of a bad day isn't so dramatic. It doesn't throw you off the path as much. It allows you to rebound and get back faster. Yeah. So if someone's listening to this and they, and they, I think if you're somebody who, and I've certainly suffered from this, where you maybe have one great day and then you have two really bad days, maybe the thing to do here is to focus on raising the floor. Like instead of going for 10 hours in that day when you feel great, think of it like a gas tank, leave a little in the tank and just try to be consistent. I think in physical pursuits, that's a hard agree. I think in psychological pursuits, it depends okay. because maybe the advice I'd give is when you hit that day, when you're just in the zone and you're doing 10 hours of great work, ride that wave. And that's not the problem. The problem is then the next day when you judge yourself for not doing anything instead of realizing, all right, this is going to be a streaky week. It's regression to the mean. I, I was, you know, the, the stock market of Clay's writing was hitting all times highs on Tuesday. It's probably not going to continue to hit all time highs Wednesday and Thursday. It's, if anything, it's probably going to go back down. And because you don't have to day trade against yourself, you can just accept that. Um, and, and, and maybe it's about trying to change your relationship to those days so that they don't throw you off. But you're like, oh, yeah, like, of course, I'm not really getting much done today. I did 100 hours of work yesterday. A guest that we have had on this podcast that I've spoken to um, is Damian Warner, who is the reigning Olympic gold medalist in the decathlon. And he talked about how early in his career, he had a hard time understanding that you didn't have to have a perfect practice every day. You just had to consistently stack days. The days that I have, quote unquote, bad practices, far away the days where I'm feeling amazing and having great practices. And sometimes it frustrates me, uh, but my coach always tells me like, we're not trying to have these great results. You know, we're not trying to throw 15 meters in shot put today. 
we're trying to have consistent results over time. You know, like if you can throw 14 meters every single time or 14 and a half every single time, when you get to the decathlon, when you're rested and you have caffeine in your system, all that kind of stuff, some adrenaline, then you'll throw what you're capable of. But we're not looking for that on a day-to-day basis. And uh, my coach used to say it all the time. And it used to like drive me insane is that he's like, there's no such thing as a bad practice. Um, and I just hated that because I always wanted great practices, but you learn over time that that's not what you're looking for. Uh, you're kind of like trying to work in the middle. It's nice of us to be able to sit here and talk about raising the floor. But I think when someone who has won a gold medal can do it, it adds a little more oomph to the concept. I think that's right. And, uh, you know, don't take it from us. Take it from Damian Warner. Yes, if you learned one thing from today's episode, let it be that you should listen to Damian Warner over Michael Jordan. No, I'm kidding. I think they both know what they're talking about. But that's the idea of raising the floor. There's the two-question or two-step metric that Brad gave for thinking about raising the floor. One, ask yourself, are my bad days getting better? Maybe don't focus so much on making your good days good or great, but just concentrate on how is my average day, how is my bad day? And then two, are you able to let go of a bad day more quickly and not ruminate or linger on it? And related to that second point, Brad's idea of not day trading against yourself. What is one of the seminal rules of investing? Don't look at the stock market every day. Pay attention to how your money's doing over time. I think that's true when it comes to evaluating ourselves as well. Progress is not always linear. And what matters is over time, you are trending in a generally positive way or on a trajectory towards where you want to be. So that's it today. Thanks to Brad. Thanks to you all for listening. We'll be back on Thursday with another episode. Talk to you then. (laughs) 